I'm not telling you that it's okay that you carry the mental load and maybe the the workload is not evenly distributed in your family. I'm not telling you that you should just be okay with it and lean into toxic positivity. What I want to tell you is that it's just good to know. It's just good to know that it's only the way that it is because you you are thinking it's a problem. It's only burdensome when you think this is burdensome. It's your thought that makes it heavy. It's your thought that makes it hard. Hey, I'm Chelsea. I'm a professional mentor and coach, and I believe that your biggest goals and your wildest dreams can come true through small and simple changes. Follow along and let me show you how you can grow by degree. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I am currently recording this at five in the morning. My my house is quiet <laughs> and I'm awake, but that does make my voice sound so weird. So sorry. But here I am. So I want to talk about the mental load. And if you're not familiar with what that is, being the one to carry the mental load is being the person in your community, in your family, in your social group or workplace, being the one who is overseeing things. You're the one who's thinking about things ahead of time. You're the one who's planning, preparing, and giving instructions. (laughs) And I have seen just TikTok after TikTok on my For You page all about carrying the mental load. And this is a concept that I've understood for a long time. I always have called it the burden of thought, being the one who has to think through things. And by the way, I don't know if I came up with that term or read it somewhere, but that's what I've always called it. Um, And that, in my mind, that's just being the one who has to think through things, who has to remember the doctor's appointments, remember important school dates, and being the one who has to think ahead of even kids' activities and what to sign them up for. And also it's just being the designated warrior. You're the one to worry. You're the one to think ahead. You're the one to plan and prepare and remember. And even if you have people helping you complete the tasks, you're still the one thinking about it. You're still the one planning it and preparing. This realization of carrying the mental load or being responsible for the burden of thought can feel very victimizing. It can feel like You're all alone on this little island with so much to do and so much to think about. And if you have to tell someone what to do one more time, you're going to lose your mind. (laughs) And it, it can feel so burdensome. But here's the funny thing. In the seasons where I'm not so concerned about who has, who is carrying the mental load, the tasks don't seem to change all that much. There's always been laundry, there's always been doing the dishes, there's always been going grocery shopping, and there's always been birthdays to remember, events to navigate. Those things have been there. And I actually feel fine about them. 
until I start to not feel fine about them. Until I start to feel burdened by them. And that's when my load gets heavier. That's when I stop enjoying those tasks or doing those tasks with ease. And every single thing that I do or have to tell someone to do becomes irritating and annoying. (laughs) And not much has changed except for my thought, which is this is a burden. When I start to think the thought that my tasks are a burden, being the one to tell people what to do is not right and it's a burden and carrying the mental load is exhausting. That's when I start to feel fatigued by it. That's when the overwhelm creeps in. That's when I get overly exhausted and that's when I have a hard time even thinking and planning and executing things. Because it's not really the mental load that is burdening us. It's the thought that it is a load. It's the thought that it is a burden. That is what's causing us to feel extra exhaustion and uh, extra emotional pain (laughs) over these tasks that need to be accomplished. Let me show you an example. I used to be in a role where it was very fast paced. We were planning events all of the time. Um, We were preparing planning events and being the person to oversee it was really fun for me. I really enjoyed it. I loved being the one and being the one to decide how we would organize it, being the one to decide when and where and what we would do was so exciting for me. I really enjoyed it. So being the one in that scenario was not a burden. And being able to divide out the tasks, I had help. I got to tell them what to do. (laughs) And I really liked that. Maybe a little too much. I, I liked doing that. I liked being able to plan and oversee and create in that way. So naturally, when my kids have birthday parties, I really enjoy it because that is like a creative outlet for me to plan a little get together for my family and friends. And I enjoy doing that. And so it is a lot of extra tasks. It's a lot of extra things to do. It's not all enjoyable tasks. Like it's cleaning the house and changing the light bulbs to make sure that the bathroom has light. Like it is preparing the space. It is not all, you know, fun and butterflies. It is a lot of extra things on my plate, which I feel like I already have kind of a full plate, but I'm totally down for it because I enjoy doing it. And if my husband were to come to me and say, I want to take over the party. I think I would have a hard time with that. <laughs> and not that I'm controlling. I just, my maybe I'm controlling. I don't know. I just have an idea of what I want to do and how I want it to look. So I would have a hard time sharing that mental load with him. Because here's the thing. I would love to tell him to help me clean the house. I would love to tell him to change the light bulbs if he can and I would love to ask him to help make some of the food. I don't want to do every task by myself. 
But planning it out feels like I am championing the cause and I like it. So it's great. And the only reason I like it is because I'm not thinking the thought, why am I the one who has to do it? Why do I have to plan this party? Why do I have to put this together? Because I promise you, if I wasn't putting it together, I don't know if it would happen at all. (laughs) It wouldn't happen. And by the way, my little guy is so excited for this little party. It is rocking his world that we get to celebrate him with something that he likes. So if I wasn't doing it, it wouldn't be done. (laughs) And we probably would still celebrate his birthday, but it would be very different. In this scenario, I am the one. And it doesn't bother me because I enjoy being the one. I've accepted being the one to take care of everything, to oversee everything, to plan things, to coordinate things, to tell people what to do, tell people what to bring, tell people how to prepare. And in this scenario, I enjoy it. So it's not a burden to me. And let's talk about preparing for a family reunion. This is the time when I feel like the mental load is probably the heaviest. (laughs) Preparing to go on a big trip is a source of frustration for me because I actually just don't enjoy it that much. And I hate being the one to prepare it. I don't mind planning it. I just don't like preparing for it. So this, in this scenario, it's being the one who has to remember and create packing lists. It's being the one who has to remind people time and time again to put things where they need to be, to pull things out of the garage so we have a tent, to find things, to do all these things to get ready. It's being the one who has to remind people to do that. It's being the one who has to remember to do that. And as such, it's being the one who, when we inevitably forget something, has to own up to not remembering that part of the preparation. Here's the thing. I don't like being the one in this scenario. I don't like carrying that mental load. And so when in those scenarios, the mental load is truly heavy. It's truly a burden. But you know what's funny? In these two scenarios, the amount of tasks to accomplish are the same. (laughs) If not, it's more, in my opinion, to get a party together. So when I'm carrying the mental load, oftentimes my thought is, this is too much. There's so much on my plate. I don't have enough time. I don't have enough energy for this. And it's just so fascinating to notice that even when I'm just preparing to go for a weekend, the amount of tasks that I'm doing are probably significantly less than what I'm doing when I'm preparing for a party or an event. So it's not really the fact that things are being added to my plate or that I have to think certain things through. It's just the fact that One of the things I like to think through and the other, I don't. (laughs) It's just the fact that I don't enjoy it. Being the one in your family, in your social group, in your communities and workplaces who has to think things through can either be something super fun and exciting for you or something that you don't enjoy. And it's not the sheer amount of tasks to think through. It's not even the aspect of having to problem solve that is causing the burden. It's the thought of 
this is a load and I don't want it. It shouldn't be my load that is making you not enjoy it. That It's that thought. So here's the thing. I'm not telling you to just decide to enjoy all the tasks and responsibilities that come your way, especially as a person who is carrying the load. I'm not telling you that you have to like it. I'm not telling you that you should enjoy it. I'm just reminding you that the reason it feels like a burden is because of how you're thinking about it. When you think of it in a way that makes you feel like a victim of your circumstances, of course it's going to make you crazy and miserable. Of course you're going to feel like every item on that list is like a million pounds to carry. And of course you're going to feel like every time you have to ask somebody to do something, when you are the designated worrier (laughs) over a task that you don't like, Of course you're going to feel burdened by having to ask somebody to do something. Of course you're going to feel bothered that you have to ask somebody to help in a certain way when you are already feeling victimized by that task at all. And it all stems from the mindset. Because another person in your same shoes might actually really like preparing for weekend getaways. They might actually really like packing things in a way that it all fits perfectly and coming up with the perfect packing list and preparing and getting together extra little goodies that you can enjoy on your little trip and they might actually enjoy that process. But me, I don't. I don't enjoy that process. So it becomes a burden and I really hate telling people to do what they're going to do because I'm already feeling burdened by doing the task at all. And so having to tell someone to do something is really annoying, but someone else in my same circumstance might actually find enjoyment over coordinating a trip and preparing for it with a family member. They might like to hold on to some of the tasks and then tell someone else to do the ones that they don't want to do. (laughs) They might, they might enjoy that. It's all just stemming from our brains. And I'm not telling you that you shouldn't feel burdened by some of your tasks. I'm not telling you that it's okay that you carry the mental load and maybe the the workload is not evenly distributed in your family. I'm not telling you that you should just be okay with it and lean into toxic positivity. What I want to tell you is that it's just good to know. It's just good to know that it's only the way that it is because you th- you are thinking it's a problem. It's only burdensome when you think this is burdensome. <laughs> it's your thought that makes it heavy. It's your thought that makes it hard. And this is the best news because it gives you all of your power back. It allows you to take ownership and decide what you want to do. I want to bring up a couple of scenarios and... I want to start at the realization that you are carrying the burden and you're starting to feel frustrated by it. You realize that you're telling everybody what they need to do. You realize that you are having to think through problems, plan things, whatever it might be, you are feeling like you are carrying the burden of thought or you are carrying the mental load. The first thing I want you to do is determine if you want to. It's really easy for our brains to go right into that victim mindset. With me planning the party, I could quickly go into a victim mindset at that point. 
even though ultimately I actually really like carrying the burden of thought there. So I'm going to ask myself, okay, first of all, I'm carrying the mental load. I, I feel like I am at least. Is this what I want? I think it's so important to be very clear on what we want before we take an issue to someone. It's really easy, like our brains, and you know what? My brain. I should speak for myself because this is what my brain likes to do, and maybe y'all aren't the same way. But I, when I find a problem, I like to vocalize it. I'm one of those people who has to audibly talk through things, and so immediately I will be like, oh, this is an injustice. It's not fair. I need to bring this to whoever's attention that will listen to me. And uh, and so I think first, first things first, before talking it through with another person, you have to decide, okay, first of all, what's making me think this? Do I really want to own this? Do I really want to be the one here? And this thought process might be a little bit different than what you're thinking because Ultimately, like sometimes you might be the only one. You might be the only one. Maybe you're a single mom. (laughs) Maybe you have a partner that works all the time. Or maybe there's just no other options. Maybe you don't have the resources that you need to get more help. So now you just decide, okay, I am the one. Now what do I want? You know, recently I really started feeling a lot of tension about being the one to have to worry about dinners because it I was the one home when everyone was hungry for dinner so it fell on my lap (laughs) by default and honestly it, it fell on my lap before because I have been the one thinking about dinners from the minute I was in a relationship that that mattered so I've been the one thinking about dinners and preparing and planning for dinners for a long time and since having kids and just I've I've mentioned this before but around dinner time is where I get the most conflict in my brain like I just I don't enjoy it I really hate that time of day I have a hard time enjoying my kids my family and even myself I just feel miserable in my own skin (laughs) at the five o'clock hour because it can be so stressful I hate thinking about what to make I hate having to make it and then clean it up. Like it just, I don't enjoy that process. And each week having to decide what to make is frustrating. Uh, my my partner's offered to like create menu items um, and he's offered to make dinner, but I actually don't want him to. I don't want him to because I get hungry a little earlier than him and I don't want to wait for him to get home to eat. Like, I just, that's, that's really it. Like, I don't want to wait for him to get home to, like, have him come home, make dinner. Like, I just, I don't want to wait for it. So, I actually, even though I don't like it, I actually want to be the one. And so many times my brain has, like, told me, Chelsea, you are carrying the mental load here. It's so burdensome. And I have to remind myself, I am choosing this. I chose to be the one to make dinner because my partner actually is offered and I've declined because I don't want to wait for him. And I like, I, I care about what I put in my food and not that I don't think he'll do a good job. I just, I actually like to have a little more control over it. So I am the one. He doesn't care as much <laughs> and he likes someone making food for him. So he is not the one. I'm the one. And I can either feel like a hero of that story or a victim. I can either own it 
or resent it. Well, a couple of months ago, I decided to own it in a big way. I loosened my expectations around dinner time so much. I stopped waiting for him to get home to eat. I stopped planning elaborate meals. (laughs) And I focused on quick, simple, nutritious. Quick, simple, and nutritious. I started buying pre-made meals from Costco. I started doing things for me and my family that would simplify our lives, that would ease the burden. And I couldn't get to that decision until I decided that I was the one. Because before my solution to that problem, every time when I was coming at it from a place of feeling burdened by it, feeling victimized by that circumstance, when I came at it from a place of feeling that way, my solutions were always to come to my partner and ask him to pick up the slack. And then he would offer and then I would decline it. <laughs> and it wasn't until I was deciding to be the, the hero of my story. It wasn't until I decided to own it. I decided to be the one in a good way. I decided to champion that cause that I started to come up with different ideas and ways to make dinner time easier. I've made some meals in advance. I've simplified what we eat and what I feed my kids. And I just really, really tried to ease the pressure for that time of the day so I can enjoy myself and my family. And I do. I do enjoy that time a lot more. If I hadn't decided to take on the mental load and fully own it, I would still be in that squandering period of time where I would ask and then decline and ask and decline. And I just, I could never get traction there. If you have the mental load and you decide to embrace it, you're going to come up with way more ideas on how to accomplish what's ahead of you than if you spent your time wondering why your partner doesn't pick up more slack or wondering how you can get them to do that. I'm not telling you, by the way, to not ask someone for help. I'm not telling you not to reach out to a a co-parent or a romantic partner or even a friend and say, hey, I've been carrying this. And I want to share this burden a little bit more. I just want you to do it from a place of ownership. I want you to feel like you have all of your power when you enter that conversation. Instead of coming at it, needing them to save you. Because the truth of the matter is they may say yes. They may say no. And then what? If you're coming at it with an abundant mindset, if you're coming at it as the hero of your story, instead of the victim of your story, what they say or do, it will affect you, but you will probably come up with other ideas if they decline. This isn't your only lifeline. There are so many things that you can do to lighten your load, if need be. You can hire help. If you have the resources and the means and you are sick of carrying the mental load of cleaning your house, just hire someone to do it for you. (laughs) Or if you need a little bit more break in your day and your partner is not willing to watch the kids or work out time in their day to, to help manage that, go to a friend. Create some kind of swap where you watch their kids, they watch your kids. Go hire somebody for a day to watch your kids. Don't let the mental load be your demise. Let it be your superpower. 
if you're carrying the mental load, you have the power to choose. You have the power to own it. So you can either feel burdened by that or see it as an opportunity. Listen, I know it's not easy. I'm in the boat with you. It's how we think of it that really has lasting impact. And if we own that aspect, that the way we're thinking about it is causing us to feel that heaviness, then we can own the solution. Then we can create something that works better for us. And we don't have to feel like we need to control other people to get some relief. We can own the process and find peace and create peace. Thank you so much for listening. Have an awesome day and I'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to another episode of the Grow by Degree podcast. Hit that follow button so you can get all the juicy updates and come find me on Instagram by searching Grow by Degree. Talk to you next time. Bye-bye.